we can drop identities because an identity is just a series of beliefs that has momentum. And right now there's one belief, one, I'm guessing at the core of this is just one belief. The, some form of root belief that if I'm not doing that, I'm not that person. Welcome to the Do the Impossible Podcast. I'm Jason Drees. Don't forget to join me every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for a Monday for a weekly mindset alignment. Go to MondayMindsetReset.com to sign up. On today's episode, I have one of my old JDC members. Brian's been with us for a couple years now. Back in the old days, when JDC first started to go big, He's also married, two kids, from Westchester, PAs. He can run a lot farther than I can, and actually, apparently, a lot farther than most people on this planet because he does ultra marathons. He's got three businesses. Amazing human being. Brian, great to connect with you, man. on, Jason. Pleasure. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Good to connect live. So you started coaching, what, two I years ago? <laughs> with your boy, Mario. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Mario is definitely a fun guy. Interesting character. Lots of tools yes, that guy does. has. Yes, yeah? he does. <clears throat> has he, did he pull the mind mind magic trips on, tricks on you? Yeah, stuff he, like that? he gets into some weird things. <laughs> it's fun, though. I'm, I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it. He, he's done some things, at Reiki things. I'm like, how do I feel that energy <laughs> in my head? But anyway, um, what, what should we talk about today? Like, what's so going on? I kind of want to get your take on identity. So the power of identity disrupting, questioning a current identity, making new identities, letting go of old identities. So I kind of want to jam on that with you if you're cool. Did you say gullible identities? Uh, what did you say? Making, you letting go of old identities. Oh, letting yeah, go. Making new identities. Okay. Letting, yeah, like disrupting it. a current identity. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Let's, Let's dive go. in. Yeah. So how do you want to start this, Jason? Just, so, just start talking, just like you do in any coaching right. session. Yeah, we'll just so do that. So I yeah. have kind of your intro. I've been uh, racing ultra marathons for the last decade. The power of yeah. ultra has completely, like you say, talk about doing the impossible and breaking barriers. That's what ultra has done for me. Um, I grew up athletic, mm -hmm. but, you know, my confidence was low as a kid, uh, I could have been a good athlete, but didn't really put myself into it. Um, and then I started mm -hmm. uh, running around 30, around the age of 30, and somehow got kind of hooked on chasing this 100-mile dream of being able to do, you know, run and compete at the 100-mile distance uh, and 50-mile distance, 100K distance. And I started shipping away at yeah. that. And that's really where my business took off. When I started breaking these mental barriers that ultras gave me, it's just like, okay, if I can accomplish that, what can I accomplish in my personal life? What can I accomplish in my business life? And it really okay. gave me this really strong self-belief that if I walked into a meeting, if I walked into a tough conversation, it's just like Brian does hard mm -hmm. things. You know, Brian can go into yeah. this conversation because that guy wasn't up at 4 a.m. putting a 20-mile run in before he even got to the office. You know, so it gave me this really yeah. deep belief in it and this built this grip muscle inside of me that then has parlayed to other areas of my life. Now, fast forward to the present moment. My last race was uh, this past September. I've been struggling for about two years with some 
pretty intense lower back issues. Uh, and mm-hmm. the last race was pretty crippling. And I was like, you know what? I need to hang the mm-hmm. shoes for a year, cancel all my races in 2023, mm-hmm. uh, and do some serious strength training. Through that process, you start to question your identity. Like, am I an ultra runner? And now that mm-hmm. the, the sport of ultra is very, very, very time consuming. Like you said, I have two kids, seven and nine years old. You know, it takes away from yeah. them. It takes away from family time, takes away from work time. And I'm enjoying strength training. Um, I, the longest I've run since my last race in September was 13 miles, which is, you know, a nothing run. And then, you know, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I, I did was like, all right, let's do a suffer fest. And I went out for a 30 mile run and got it done. And my back was fine, which is great. But still, it's like, do I have the love? And, you know, there is a cool factor with saying that you do, you're an ultra athlete, that you're losing, just being transparent, you know, that it's just like, okay, if I want to make that a past version of Brian, and I want to transition to a new version, it's like this, like death rebirth experience that I'm struggling with. Suffer run. Suffer 30 run. miles. Yeah. <laughs> suffer <laughs> run. That's part of the training for ultras, the and suffer well, runs. Just don't stop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so your identity and what you believe, like the big foundation of your success, has has come from has been grounded in the transformation and the impact that ultra running has created Correct. on you. And your brain is telling you, if I'm not ultra running, I'm not that person. Correct. Or something like that. Can you still be that person without ultra running? Uh, Yes, I can. So it's much easier to shift identity than it was before. And I don't know, know how, how well, how far you got into your frame shifting tools and that sort of thing. But we can drop identities because an identity is just a series of beliefs that has momentum. And right now there's one belief, one, I'm guessing at the core of this is just one belief. The some form of root belief that if I'm not doing that, I'm not that person. So just get a sense of that belief, whatever, whatever specifics languages is irrelevant, but it's basically the thought that's creating the, 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 what's the word I want to say? It's creating the, the, (laughs) it's basically creating the, the block between your belief system and your right reality, that, that, that belief that's running right there. That's, it's starting to cause doubt because there's some other things going on and your life is changing and you're evolving and your body is getting, I'm not going to say older, I'm going to say has more levels, right? As you're leveling up. And a big part of us is because it's conditioned about when you get older, your body falls apart and blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I doubt you say that. I don't say that. People around us say that, right? Adams never age, right? So, so... And um, if my headset drops here, <laughs> I'm going to switch to a different audio source. Um, I'm getting low battery warnings. 
Allie, edit that out. Okay. Um, so just notice that that belief reality was solid because it had that solid foundation. And now there's a little thought in here that's questioning that. Okay. So just get a sense of that. Notice that that's not a fact, right? It's a belief. It's an opinion. And let's just take that and just push it over here. And let's just take one over here on this side that says, I am everything I've done. Pull that one in. Let's all guess, also get another one that says, whatever I, nothing can be taken away from me unless I say so. Let's pull that in. Yeah. All right, you there? You heard any nope. echo? Okay. Allie, edit this. Okay. How are you feeling now? Good. Um, I love I am statements. And I am everything I've done really resonated. Notice that you didn't even need to say it. Because we're operating at such a high frequency right now, the, the tools we used two years ago, we don't even have to do all those steps anymore. And it's more about ownership and moving around the energy because the energy is the frequency. That's the core of it. That's the energy piece. But our brain thinks we need to think our way through it. But the brain, the mind, is the byproduct of your frequency. So we've got the mindset level, and then we have the frame level. The frame level is the frequency of you. So what we just did right now is I basically just guided you to the frame level, and I just moved you from one frame to a different frame. You didn't know how to do that prior to this call. So you've been trying to think your way, which we all do. And that's where coaching comes in. I'm on the outside. I can see that. And I just showed you that. So what I'm noticing lately that is that we can move beliefs just like just a thought. It's gone. Now, sometimes we have recurring beliefs. If it doesn't move that easily, then there's something else around it that needs to move first or multiple things. Or life really wants your attention. And that's why it keeps bringing it up. But that identity in you is so strong yeah. that it's like the nature, it's the root of who you are now. You've done that. You've run hundreds or thousands, you probably run thousands, I don't know how many miles you've run, probably 10,000 miles in your life. You've done that. You still have that mental strength. You still are the guy that does hard things. And we could also add into it an evolution of that, that you are, you are that 
powerful person because of what you've done, we could also pull in, you are that powerful person, not because of what you've done, but just because of who you are. So this is a great time to start architecting how you want to be by just moving pieces in and out. If you want to dive into the belief process and do repeat after me statements, you can do that too. But what I've been focused on lately is just moving, pulling them in like that. And you've done a lot of our coaching, so your mindset is already set up for this stuff to work. That feels good. The, I think the, the reoccurring comes from Jason. Um, I think I've put the process of becoming the person I am through this act activity on a pedestal, uh, because I feel like it's helped me achieve so much more outside of the given sport. And I think I need to reframe that as it was just guiding me to the person I was inherently, or I am inherently. And knowing that I'm that person with or without the activity. Can you do that right now? I believe so. It, but will it be sticky? Okay, stop right there. The thought, the thing that told you it wasn't going to be sticky, get rid of that. <laughs> Pull in anything that I want to change, change is permanent. This is really a very subtle game of removing the contradictions. We end up focusing on trying to strengthen the primary belief or thing. We try to focus all of our attention on trying to make that real because we have contradicting beliefs in the perimeter. We can't make this belief any more than it is. All we can do is remove everything telling you it's not true. Yeah, I think I can do that. Now pull in, let go. I think I, I can do that and pull I in. Can I can't do that. Yes. And let's pull in. I'm going, I'm to, going do to do that. And let's pull in. I, I am doing am that. Currently doing that. Yeah. And let's pull in. I've I've done that probably my whole life in one way or another. I've definitely done that my whole life, one way or the other. Yeah. Feels good. Are you going to stop doing hard no. things? Maybe you need a new hard thing mm -hmm. to do. Definitely. That's a little, these are on the back. <laughs> and less time consuming. 
less time. Well, yeah. That's up to you if you want it less time consuming. <clears throat> Thank you. You're welcome. Anything else? No, that was the main thing that I wanted to to get your thoughts on is just just identity and you know, I think we all have a lot of different identities and the thought of disrupting identities that aren't serving you anymore. Because um, I, I have a few other identities that I'm, you know, working through as well, but that's the main one. So, so let's also take the idea that an identity, now I'm assuming this is, you believe something like this, but there's a belief that an identity is a strong thing. That's a really important mm-hmm. So let's just take the belief that identities are hard to change and move that out. And let's take out the belief that I need strong identities to be successful or happy or whatever that may be. And let's pull in the perspective that an identity is literally just a pattern of thought and with momentum that I operate in. And let's also bring in that I can change those anytime I want to. And let's also bring in a reminder that says, my core identity about who the man that I am, the husband I am, the dad I am, my ethics, that's not going to change. Right. That's a foundation. So we're basically changing the, the, the process that you're thinking because your focus is on this thing. And what we're doing is we're changing everything around it to make it easier. Okay. Now that's a, a powerful shift. So if what would be completely impossible for you to do between now and the end of the year, but would be a lot of fun anyway. Is this in terms of anything or your choice? What would be impossible for me to do, but would be a ton of fun. One thing that I thought was in my run a small sales agency in the manufacturing space and, uh, one thing that I thought was going to be impossible was offloading. Um, and this may sound silly to a lot of people. Uh, a lot of my internal email account management, all that BS that really bogs me down to an executive assistant and they would actually be able to manage that. Um, and I hired one about a month ago. It's transitioning in a very positive way and it's, completely opened up my mind to now what this business can actually achieve if I have just some white space in my day. Um, So that is a like massive shift that's happening in my uh, professional life right now, which seems very simplistic to a lot of people, but it's, it was hard to transition to for our little business. Okay. Awesome. So that's already in process. It's in process, but it, it hasn't been proven through yet where the person is completely able to replicate me within my email and account management that needs to be taken care of on a daily basis. Okay. Is that going to happen? Hell yeah, better. Okay, <laughs> good. Just checking the certainty yes. there. It has to happen because now I've, I've tasted what could happen and the potential of our business. <laughs> so... Yeah. So, okay. So from a, like a, from a physical perspective, Mm -hmm. 
what would be impossible, maybe, maybe around doing hard things, what would be impossible to do by the end of the year, but would be a lot of fun anyway. Oh man, that does not involve running. Um, well, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You said that. But. Uh, well, I took a, a 40 pound sandbag and did hill repeats on my shoulders for three hours a couple months ago. So it's just random things that come up. But um, I'm going to have to really dream that one up, Jason, physically, because that's where I get a ton of enjoyment from. So it would have to be some type of adventure race or something that may involve other things than just running. What if you learn to, what if your goal was to learn to run without back pain? I think I'm on my way there right now through strength training. Do you run like, are you like a full, do you run on the balls of your feet? Like what type of striker are you on your uh, foot? I'd say like a mid, mid foot striker, not, not ball. Okay. Cause I read that book, um, born to run, born to run by Christopher oh, McDougall. You read that? Is that book? It got me running. <laughs> like literally it got me running and I started running. This was about 10 years ago when I lived in Mill Valley. I read that and I read confessions of an all night runner by oh, Dean yeah, Carnassus. Yeah. That book was all, I started running and I literally ran a half marathon in these like slip on shoes. <laughs> Um, but the point of me asking that is because I, I started running like completely barefoot yeah. style. Well, I was wearing shoes, but I was just on the ball of my foot alone. And when I ran that way, now I don't nearly have it as much. So I'm, you may know all this. I assume you do. But when I had that experience, I realized that when I started to run that way, I had to, to, to strike the ground differently with my net, with my knees, my hips and everything to absorb yep, all the yep. shock. So I'm, I was curious if, if, if you have incorporated styles like that to reduce impact. on. Yeah. The so I, I basically have the thought process of living barefoot. So literally mm -hmm. walking around barefoot or wearing like Vivo barefoot shoes. And then yeah. I run in hokas. So like very thick shoes. So I live barefoot to okay. build up the foot strength and I run with some cushion. That's kind of my philosophy. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. And Maybe you can run without back pain. Maybe you're supposed to evolve or maybe there's another passion yeah. there, bicycling or something, yeah. right? You know, but you know, you remember Dean, um, not Dean, um, Joe Dispenza healed his back with his mind, yes. right? So, yes, I think that, I think the back pain has nudged me into what else can I do that other than just run, you know, what, what, like I've started to really enjoy strength training, kind of getting strong. I think as we age, our muscles degrade and it's important to lift weights. Uh, so I've started to shift my frame there from a belief standpoint. Um, so it, I'm, I'm actually excited to see where this is going to evolve. Um, but it's, I'm still fighting the urge to go out there and sign up for an ultra marathon. What does your gut say about signing about signing up for an ultra marathon? My gut says I want to do one more like big one like Leadville, which I'm sure you remember from Born to Run in Colorado, uh, the 100 miler there, yeah. and then hang up the shoes. But at the end of the day, what's that going to prove? And, but maybe it's just an itch I want to scratch. So it's something that's, you know, <laughs> bouncing around. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'm going to question that's your intuition there. Then I'm going to call that thinking because um, – like, ask your intuition, yes or no. Should you sign up for an ultra? What's the answer? The, the uh, 
well, the, I immediately get excited when I think about doing a big one. I do. Uh, but then I know the, the sacrifices that will have to make, be made over the next year to do that. And that's what I need to become okay with. Well, I didn't say when to mm -hmm. do it, you know, I could, well, you could sign up in three well, years. If you said right? signing up for a, I just said, should you, should, should you sign yeah, up for an ultra? So, so well, the question. Should, if you said, should you sign up for a local 50 mile race? That doesn't excite me. But if you said, Hey, okay. would be doing Leadville in Colorado, which should you sign up for that? Then I'm like, Ooh, that sounds fun. Maybe it's a few pieces of KT tape in a different position, you know? I don't know, right? Like it's, um, but I would, you know, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of doubt. I'm hearing doubt holding back your excitement. Yes. Excitement is an indicator of intuition. I'm actually now getting curious to see if the back pain is actually about running less. Mm-hmm. Versus having to having nothing to do with running. Peel back that onion. Our subconscious talks to us in interesting mm -hmm. ways sometimes. It could be getting your attention to slow down in a specific area of your life. And you're concluding that I can't run anymore. It could be simply an indicator to get you double down on being a present dad. Being an amazing dad is not about quantity. That much excitement there? You really think you got to this point in life for your body to fall apart with that much excitement? Come on. The time commitment? Well, then you just fucking, okay, I got to wake up at three then. Kids go to bed early anyway. Yeah. I, th I think you're hitting on something here. Very much so. Yes, we should dive into that, but we're going to have to do that on a different time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Well, th well I, I mean, so... The tools you gave me there from just identity as a as a as a whole uh, were fantastic. So thank you for that. You're welcome. So your homework assignment, first homework assignment, just be aware of any secondary thoughts that question the primary, the what ifs or the but thens, because those are coming from any beliefs that are not in alignment. And if those come up, go, interesting, and just, okay? Okay. And get back into coaching. No reason not to. Other than that, oh, are you great. good? This has been fun. Okay. Send you in that direction. Great to connect today, yeah, Brian. Jason. Thank you. Thanks for watching the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees to get your own Experience of coaching, go to freeintrosession.com and my team will give you a complimentary intro session. Until then, I'll see you on next week's episode. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Don't forget to go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up for my free Monday Mindset Alignment call that happens every Monday at 10 o'clock central. I'll see you there.